Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to Grow Deep Podcast with me, Matthew. And uh, I just wanna say that I'm so happy today because I'm with one of the recently na meet ko na tao, and uh, I really admire the perspectives that come from her because I believe she's processed this a lot well and I'm so happy that I get to talk with her regarding our topic for today about validation and I want you guys to welcome Erica from the Unlearning Podcast. Yeah, and hi Erica. Hello, so excited <laughs> to be here. Uh, thank you for the introduction. I'm happy to be here as well. <laughs> excited din kami and I, I really wanted to talk you about this because I think this topic is annoy it's a hard issue for many of us but before that no what are you into nowadays I am very good these days um, very good in a personal level let's put it that way um, mm-hmm. um, professionally I'm in a I'm, I'm getting there you know work has been a little bit rough the past few weeks uh, but I'm getting there um, what am I into these days this is so deep it's like do I talk about Netflix or do I talk about <laughs> you know it's like what am I watching now um, right. no I think right now I'm really focused on fitness to be honest um, oh that's good I I started working out a lot when I was back in the Philippines and mm. now that I have less distractions let's put it that way I'm mm. really getting into fitness and what I eat um, yeah. how much protein I should take it, it, it goes crazy but I'm trying to be happy with who I am um, but it just gives me so much energy and life and it's fun um, but yeah I'm into fitness I like fitness ah, <laughs> I, actually it feels good to feel good about your body right? yes because it's, yes. it's how you function you use it all the time and you don't ask me I too I'm starting to get into that. So gagawin ko siguro parang ah okay si Erica nagwo-workout din siya. So motivation 'yun. Meron akong ano, fitness body kasi it's it's so yeah. difficult to work out nowadays in the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lalo na here in the Philippines where so many restrictions are. And uh, it's so good that you're into that. Yeah, ganyan. Yeah, I had to kind of transition my entire kind of fitness journey from the gym, you know, uh-huh. and then at home. I ha- mm. I bought so much weights. Tapos na ubus yung weights kasi lahat ng tao biglang gusto ng weights. <laughs> and then then I just watch YouTube, honestly. Like I just have yeah. my favorite YouTubers. I'm just honestly thankful that people still created content, you know, yeah. and I have the opportunity to to work out. But yeah, it's the best thing right now that I have in my life. Like it's the only constant thing, you know? Like I can control yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you said you had to learn how to work out without the weights. And that reminds me of your podcast because your ah. podcast is called Unlearning, right? Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. when you reached out to me uh, via email, I was so intrigued by the title of the podcast. <laughs> like this is this is something serious because their title tells me they want to talk about things that matter. But uh, let me ask you, ano yung naglead sa'yo para start yung Unlearning Podcast? Yeah, that's a very good question. I think I... So just to, for your viewers, I'm based in Germany now, in Berlin. Mm-hmm. But born and raised Filipino, of course. My, I lived my entire life in the Philippines. I just moved two years ago. And... 
I remember always feeling different from other mm-hmm. people in the Philippines. Like even with my sister, my brother, and there was always conflict in the family because I had things that I thought was right. And right. they thought we're just like, that's not how it works, Erica. That's just not how it works. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to Germany and I realized that my thoughts are true. It is right. Mm-hmm. And the reason why there's conflict is because we were just raised differently. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying it's different. Right. So that's why unlearning happened is because we want people same as us to kind of start thinking about these thoughts that we learned mm-hmm. growing up and mm-hmm. then realize is it really normal or is it toxic as you grow up and right, go into right. a different culture mm. and that's why unlearning happened we were like there's so many things that we learned growing up that we cannot change because it's so embedded in us mm-hmm. um, so it's really to start questioning what are the toxic thoughts that we should unlearn or mm-hmm. at least start questioning about so that maybe it will give us a very different perspective in life mm-hmm. get to yeah. know ourselves better um, and treat people differently and, or even better yeah so that's how unlearning happens oh, <laughs> again very nice. very random conversation on uh, <laughs> with my friend as well we were like it's new years what can we do to stress ourselves out even more let's create a <laughs> podcast why not <laughs> and i'm sure it worked out very well for you because right? yeah, pod- yeah podcasting really releases a lot of the things that you know you have inside and i like i like how your journey developed for unlearning because it resonates with me it reminds me about self-actualization you know like uh, as you grow older you have to learn how to walk on your own two feet mm-hmm. and uh, that's important to us in the grody podcast as well and i saw on instagram that one of the things that matter to you is this whole topic about self-doubt okay like mm-hmm. when you're growing old and you're realizing you're you're questioning in a healthy way and you're beginning to doubt maybe doubt is in there somewhere mm-hmm. and then you you're interested in it you're you're not afraid to face self-doubt as a podcast and as a person per se uh, what's the heart behind that now itong self-doubt na to i have to face this yeah honestly it's very personal to me mm-hmm. um First of all, I, I'm very lucky, and I say lucky in a very thin line here, uh-huh. that I I'm, I'm 30 years old now, and I think I'm lucky enough to experience so many things in this mm-hmm. young age, mm-hmm. uh, because other people had to go through you know their entire life journey to actually experience life, and first of all, I grew up similar to many Filipinos of course um, always trying to be perfect right right because right. that's the society what society has taught us um, has brought us up as that hmm. good grades good job high paying salary be a good wife have kids raise good kids yeah. and then so it's this journey right and then the moment you fail in any of those moments you doubt everything you've ever known about yourself you're hmm. like I now have 75 or 60 sa grade school. What will happen? Or what if this this year I'm not a dean's lister? What mm-hmm. happens now? And then all of these thoughts just go into your brain and like, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Which then obviously evolves to self-doubt. Yeah, and then... Does, yeah. 
the most painful thing about self-doubt it now becomes apparent when you start building relationships with other people not just relationship mm. friendship your relationship with your parents like it just goes into this domino effect right and then we realized then as well at least with unlearning too that self-doubt was really stemmed from unrealistic expectations that we have for ourselves mm-hmm. and then imposing that those expectations to others then mm. it just becomes like oh my god what is happening with my life so we wanted to define um what is the real meaning of life you know like what is your purpose really is it really to have good grades if yes then do it for yourself what are right. the dreams you want to achieve Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of person do you want your future kids to be? Um, is it exactly who you are now? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it was it was really personal to me, and you know, I grew up as well having very little self confidence. Right. And again, I didn't realize that until I was like older. But I was like, oh, that's why. That's why I acted that way because I literally have no self esteem at all. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's that's mainly it. Yeah. Uh, personal. I, to- I totally understand you because I understand that having self-doubt anchored on the expectation of other people can turn you in a cycle of uh, seeking validation from others. Oh, like, yes. okay, I've, I've, I've been brought up to think that I should have this by this time in my life. And uh, that's one thing that... because. We value the opinion of other people, especially in, Philipp- in the Philippine context, right? yeah. We like what other older people say, whether we like it or not, and whether we yeah. admit it or not. Whatever the adults say, we value them to a degree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's kind of a law for us. It turns out to be a law in our hearts, parang ganyan. And mm-hmm. then what happens is, if you weren't able to analyze and process that properly, if you're if you're not able to question that properly, mm-hmm. then you make decisions based on that expectation and you're not looking at yourself you're looking at them and you're waiting for them to tell you oh you did good and that's and that's when you set yourself aside like you're not mm-hmm. even thinking about what makes you happy or what fulfills you or what grows you as a person what yeah. happens is you want to be validated and you're living for that validation Yeah, that's that's super crazy. I think I also remember when I was back in the Philippines and I was hiring people, right? Mm-hmm. I remember always having conversations with potential employees that ah wait lang po tatanungin ko parents ko um kung tatanggapin ko yung application. And I'm just like, but do you want it? And they're like, uh, but I have to ask my parents. And which is amazing. I think we grew up in a very close-knit family culture. Right. But also that validation like Girl, ikaw yung kikita ng pera, de ba? Ikaw yung your it's your career growth, and mm-hmm. I think um, th- there's so many positive and negative about validation, but mostly in the um, in the ones I've experienced, yeah, kind of it sucks you in differently. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, as as we grow older, you know, we move towards a more independent life, kasi, de ba? Uh, and actually, for for other countries, it's 18 years old. Like you're 18 now. Yeah. You have you have to live your life. You're a man now. And uh, in the early ages of our time, there were stages of history where a 14 year old young boy to us today will already be considered as a man to them way back. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some people are lost in starting this journey to independency nowadays. And you see 
20 year olds you see 27 year olds and even to be honest even 30 plus year olds just struggling to have and find this independence uh what would you give as tips to probably early adults or adults who are just starting their independent journey i'm not saying starting because they're young you know but maybe Uh they're starting it because they've realized okay uh i don't need to keep on asking people for validation all the time i don't need to wait for their say to mm-hmm. be able to live my life independently any thoughts more about it yeah again i think i'm i'm raised very well by my by my parents i i was very lucky to be able to live on my own when i was 20 my dad um, bought us um, bought us an apartment and the moment i started working i was already living on my own but i do remember and this is also a conversation i had with my mom like years ago they said that ever since i was younger i always was the one complaining about having my own room okay um because i i have a sister so ever since we were young i always stayed in the same room with my sister that was mm-hmm. my brother my older brother would have his own room so for me it was always like why can my brother have my own room and i can't i want to have my freedom my independence etc and i never knew this i just my mom just told me about it like kahit kailan naman lagi mong gusto mo mag-isa like you always <laughs> wanted to go on your own okay. um so I already had that personality and then when I didn't have a choice by the way when I started living on my own it was a gift from my dad to be like you deserve to know how it feels like to be alone so you can mm. be better in life. Mm. My dad is an amazing father for doing that for us but I went in there without a plan, right? right. Parang binigay lang sa akin ng dad ko and I had to figure it out when I was doing it on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, I realized that, and also now talking to friends who are still living with their parents and want to live on their own, for instance, is that first of all, stop romanticizing independence. It's not mm-hmm. what you see on TikTok or Instagram that you have a nice bed with flowers and you get <laughs> to get up for breakfast every morning and have coffee. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, this is romanticizing the reality of living alone mm-hmm. which is which leads me to my next tip is that define the reason why you want to be independent bakit why do you want to be on your own at this age right mm-hmm. i i admire i think i will always recommend people to live on their own the moment they start working because it mm-hmm. really helps you understand life better mm-hmm. Hey, Joe and Rika here. Are you enjoying this episode? Hope you can also check out our podcast where we talk about a bunch of stuff that we're currently into, our topic of the day, and we can also answer questions from you. Anything Goes! Anything Goes with Joe and Rika is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. Check us out after listening to this one. But there are particular reasons where it's like, ayoko nang kasama parents ko sa bahay kasi ang tigas ng ulo. Alam mo yun, I don't get along with them. Uh-huh. I don't I don't think that's the right reason to be independent. Define it for yourself. Like, who do you want to be in the future? And why is this 
stage important for you mm. um and i think that amount of self reflection is not apparent with a lot of young people right now even for me like mm. i literally just started spending all of my salary with um with dinners and 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 alcohol to be honest because i was like yeah. i'm free i can yeah. do whatever <laughs> i want you know yeah. and Yeah, it 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 just sinks in that I don't have savings. Oh no, I cannot pay my water bill because even if my dad gave me gave us our own apartment, I actually paid rent to him. Uh-huh. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I paid the internet, the So you the really rent. had to be your own person. Exactly. This yeah. was training from my dad. He's like, "We're giving you like the the foot in the door." And That was amazing. And then lastly, I would say is to plan well. I had to create excel sheets for mm. me to understand um what happens now, right? Mm. Like what happens every month? What um what can I buy to make my living space more convenient? It's really about how do you work conveniently? How do you sleep well? How mm. how how do you spend your money well? Um and how do you cook? Oh my god, I learned how to cook. And <laughs> and again, Filipino culture wise, we always had that help at home. Uh-huh. Um and now again, that was all gone. So those simple things like suddenly you have to do your own laundry. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. or suddenly you have to figure out how to get clean water do you buy it from someone or you do you filter your but yeah that was my like entire journey of like living alone and independence and stuff. I get what yeah. you mean like because I've I've heard of some younger people say I can't wait to get out of the house you know mm-hmm. and really what's what what it is for them is to be able to decide and do whatever they want and I think what you're saying really is it's more than that it's more than it's more than the decisions that you make on your own like whatever food you want to eat uh it's it's it has to be more than that it's basically if you start living on your own and you start becoming independent it's setting yourself up for greater things that you really want uh in the future and those are really really good tips i'm just i'm just curious like of course when you're starting out You have these unsure seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, uh, your dad gave you the opportunity, but then again, you said you had to figure things out on your own. And I'm sure there were times that you asked yourself, "Tama ba tungi na gawa ko?" Like, di ba? Right? And what would you say to someone who's in that season right now? That, oh, and, and what I'm doing is right. Tama ba to? Like then they don't really have someone to coach them or they want to figure it out on their own yeah i think first it can be overwhelming right mm. like when you're unsure of something mm. it's really it can be overwhelming and could be even guilt right that mm. you you are in this world and you're kind of like floating i think there's also an amount of guilt there mm-hmm. um so i would say first stop and breathe I Yo. think it happened to me so many times if I'm being honest where it's just you know we're maturing at that age 20 to 25 like we you just nothing what nothing you're doing at that age will seem right to be honest mm. and there were moments where I just stopped and be like oh my gosh what's next instead of like doing things constantly I just stopped took a breath and just tried to relax my brain 
Mm-hmm. And of course, there were moments that that didn't happen. So I just wanted to share a story with you because I think I was 25, 24, 25 at this time. And I was feeling stuck. Again, I couldn't define it. I just felt like my life was running in circles. Mm-hmm. Parang I would wake up in the morning, work out, and just just go to work. Tapos uwi, tapos kakain. I mean, like it was a routine, mm-hmm. and I felt like I wasn't growing, and I felt that I was so unsure of my life at that point. Mm-hmm. And I was with my parents that time, and I literally cried. In a Starbucks with my parents and my sister, mm. and I was just like, nothing is going right, nothing is happening. Um, I'm 25, while the rest of the world is like millionaires and everything, and I'm here, not doing anything. And I think at that point, I I had to depend on my parents and my mm-hmm. sister, my family, mm-hmm. to be able to tell me that you have done great things. You have created amazing things for your life, and it's just a matter of what's next. Which brings me to my tip: is really finding your support system. Wow! I have been blessed with amazing people in my life. My parents, my siblings, have been there for me. Have been my cheerleaders. Have been the most honest support system I could ever have. Mm. So, in the, in the moments of uncertainty. All I had to do was talk to them, and they were—they would always support me in my decisions, or always tell me what is wrong and what is right in their opinion. They would never impose things that I should do. It was more of like giving advice, mm. um, and I was so so thankful for that. And even now with my friends, I think it's really important that you find a support system that's not toxic, but really supporting you. And then after that, it's really to define your purpose and happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're unsure of something, because it means you're unhappy with something, but we cannot pinpoint it. So for me, it was important to define my purpose. What is the one thing that makes me happy? Mm-hmm. And then what is the one thing that makes me unhappy? And then what is stopping me from getting that happiness that I really want to achieve for my life? Mm. And that helped me kind of find my north star, you know, like something for me to aim for. If I want to be happy, but while traveling the world and getting to know people, then maybe I should live abroad. That was really how my brain thought um, uh-huh. during that time. Mm. And then after that, I created a concrete plan. I was just like, you know what? I decide to live abroad, and then I planned everything. I researched about everything. And honestly, just creating that plan and Excel sheet really removed the uncertainty in my life at that point. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds really good. I'm just curious, like, if you say you have a support system and these people speaking into your life uh, at, at such a time that it's very important for you, like you're in a crossroads and uh, you're learning the ropes, right? And you're growing your feet, parang ganyan. No? I'm curious about how much of who you are today. Is from the influences of your support system. I'm sure there were a lot of advice. Yeah. Uh, maybe you've received like, "Wag na lang yun gawin mo. Ito na lang. Bakit yan? Dapat ito ka kasi ganito. You know, like that's that's how people say. That's how people talk in the Philippines. Yeah. To what degree? To what degree do their opinions still matter to you right now? Like, where does the support system suggestion end, and where does Erica Madrinian's decision start? Like. Yeah, 
I think that's that's very difficult to to determine. To be honest, I'm still mm-hmm. struggling with it now mm-hmm. because I do remember growing up, and I so I and this is when I was back in high school when I studied in Saint Sco Saint Scholastica's College. Okay. So it's all girls, and again, very blessed to be part of a click and a barcada for some reason i ended up with a barcada lahat sila maganda alam mo yon like how did this happen <laughs> like so i was and i don't want to say it because it's mean but you know i've kind of worked into that i was the fat ugly friend if i'm trying mm-hmm. to make sense here to give like an idea of how it looked like and for me to compensate with the entire groups kind of beauty average okay. <laughs> i def- i thought maybe my specific quality is being unique i was mm-hmm. like you know what i decide to be different so i started getting tattoos and piercings mm-hmm. and i thought i will never be the beautiful friend but i can be the cool friend mm-hmm. um and at that point they influenced me in a different way Okay. I've always done the opposite, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So my surroundings has influenced me in that sense. And then it evolved to my dad. My dad is my greatest mentor, financial business mentor. And I remember my first job was in IBM. Okay. And I was so unhappy. So I told him that I'm leaving. As advice, you know, again, as a 21-year-old, you seek your parents' advice and be like, I think of I'm thinking of leaving and mm-hmm. going to a startup of like five people. Mm-hmm. And you know, my dad is like, "What? You're leaving a multinational company and join a startup? That is ridiculous." Uh-huh. And this was an entire conversation. He's like, "You're making a wrong decision. Mm-hmm. You have to stay in IBM. It's giving you good money, um, giving you good growth, etc." And then I went against that and I said I think that leaving IBM will be better for me. So I went against what he said. He was pissed of course. Um, <laughs> but honestly, it was the best decision of my life. Mm. If it weren't for that startup, I wouldn't be in Germany because they I actually worked with Germans and Dutch people during that time, wow. so they opened my eyes to Europe. Mm-hmm. So I would never regret that. Mm-hmm. Um but I think in that kind of influence it was always always something in my head that to go the opposites or to make my own decisions because they are imposing something in my life. Mm-hmm. And even until this day my parents they're amazing but again their parents so every time I talk to them they would always be like are you eating enough you know like are you are you eating healthy are you drinking too much like and it's always like i don't drink too much okay last weekend <laughs> i did you know so it was always me trying to i defined myself because of other people but mm-hmm. i don't think they influenced me and my decisions mm. um because i didn't want to be the same as others it was always something in my head like you always have to be someone different to stand out mm. and this is also me being vulnerable because people think that i always try to be different but in reality i'm the same and that mm. honestly offends me <laughs> but i'm getting there this is me trying to open up about my insecurities as well that yeah i just 
want to be different. I don't want to be the same. And that's why I went to Europe, not the right. States. Yeah. So, you know, like it's a small things as well. Like everybody goes to the States and Canada. And I'm here in Germany where I cannot <laughs> speak the language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think people tend to seek validation from others? Uh, why this whole habit of, okay, am I doing it right? What are they saying? Is that a healthy habit? It's definitely not a healthy habit. I think... Uh-huh. And I think social media has also pushed pushed that kind of validation, that seeking validation as well. And I mm-hmm. hate it. But I think we seek validation because we, the true essence of being human is a, being in a community. Right. If you are not part of a community, you tend to stare away. And that's why depression happens, for instance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And being part of a community is having people behind your back saying like, Kaya mo yan, do it, don't do it. Or it's going to be a great decision. Mm-hmm. And and that's why we seek validation. We need backup. But it can also go the different routes where validation becomes unhealthy because you define yourself because right. of that valid those validation from others. And to be honest, like it's still a conscious effort for me to not seek that validation. Because for instance, like my partner, for instance, he doesn't impose anything on me at all. I think he he lets me be my own person. Mm-hmm. But every time he says things like, Oh, I like I like the way you wear this this dress, you know? He like I like that dress. So in my head, that's validation that I will wear this dress often because he okay. likes it. Uh-huh. You know, it's the small things, but because you care so much about that person, you want right. them to be happy as well. So mm-hmm. you do that. So, but it can also be the other way around when a person says, I don't like it when you do this. Mm-hmm. And you tend to be like, I made a mistake. I'm a bad person. Oh my God, what do I do next? Yeah, um, yeah I understand. So yeah, it can it can go both ways. And to be honest, still a conscious effort for me to be like, Why do I seek this validation? Why did it mm. hurt me? Right. So I think it's also a lot of constant reflection as well. Marhaba, I'm Jerick. And I'm Apple. And we're from the Langa Speaks podcast. Coming to you all the way from Dubai. Yalla, join us as we talk about family, faith, and, and everything, everything in between. between. We're brought to you by Podcast Network Asia to remind you na palangga ka Yeah, and thinking about why would this person's opinion on this aspect of my life matter right yeah Because some people's validation we take everything in and we think every 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 single comment is uh, valuable for us and we just did an episode on feedback uh with another uh, uh, another woman china and we just identified there like if you're receiving something uh from other people you have to also ask yourself who is this person to me And yep. if this person is in that circle where you say it's kind of a support system, it's in my community. Uh, I know, I know that they know me, and mm-hmm. therefore they will be able to give me comments that help. 
uh, and so it's safe. Like, but if you're yeah. asking validation from people who are mean to you, <laughs> you know, yeah. you've never had like you've they don't have a history with you of meaningful times or connections or things that they say yeah. that really help you a lot. Why would you seek their validation? And uh, yeah. that's really not because that's not being mean. I, for me, you know, I resonate with you. Like, if you reject someone's va- uh, comments and you stop validating yourself according to their opinion, that's not necessarily mean because you know the context that you're in and you know yeah. what, what happened, that, with what really happened, whatever they commented on. Like, why are you wearing that dress, for example? Yeah, right? yeah. And you would understand, well, I'm wearing this because it's for something that truly matters to me right mm-hmm. but if someone who's always just nitpicking on what you're wearing i mean i'm not listening to you <laughs> exactly uh, yeah no i just wanted to add that and i do agree with what you said that mm-hmm. let's stop focusing on comments and validation from people who don't matter to us and we have right. to define that for ourselves right like yes followers mo ba sa social media ang importante sa like of course <laughs> not right? right i just i just want to highlight a little bit that the reason why i'm in my place right now because i know who i am Mm-hmm. And I know where I'm good at, etc. I know where I'm bad at. I know what my weaknesses are. And sometimes the people close to us, they're also the people who are at risk to hurt us the most, mm. right? The smallest things that they say can affect us, can trigger so many of our emotions. Right. And I guess that's something that I want to share with your listeners as well is that my parents can say one thing in the next 30 seconds and it will trigger me very negatively because they matter to me so much right so i think i it helps a lot if you know yourself and that you actually reflect on it and be like why was i triggered um their opinions are opinions and that doesn't define who i am Mm. and it just happens a lot as well even with my friends you know we cannot help our parents or even some of our friends sometimes they just say things because they care about us and and i guess it's also a matter of understanding who you are so that right. you are not negatively affected mm. um, by what your community says says about mm. you yeah yeah and it's, it's really more of how you reflect on it right yeah <laughs> what what did it take for you to trust yourself more more and more as you matured like when did that happen (laughs) that's also that's also a difficult time for me i think it's i i focused on myself a lot i Mm -hmm. think i'm very but i cannot say this for for a lot of people but i'm very comfortable with being with myself Mm -hmm. um i focused on understanding what i can do and how Mm -hmm. i can do it and then after that, I do a lot of self-reflection, most especially when I do things that are not right or where I hurt people. I, f- I reflect on my actions a lot. Mm. And that kind of brings me to an understanding of why why I did it, why I said it. So it really helps that I focused on, on myself and just focusing on what I can do. I worked out more. I worked hard. I literally just grew my career and my life on my own. And then 
I think I trusted myself more when I reflected about my achievements. Sometimes we forget. Sometimes we forget that we're great human beings on our own, right? Because we always compare ourselves to others and um, seek validation from others. So I try to remember that at 30 years old right now, I've lived in a different country. I traveled the world. I have my own company. I have my own podcast. And at that particular time, and at this time, sorry, I have great relationships with people around me. So what else do you want in life when you're already doing great? And sometimes we forget. So I also kind of try to remember that I'm actually living a good life. Um, <laughs> and and so, yeah, so that kind of matured me a bit as well. And I think lastly, or at least the most important for me was I literally, and this could not be the same for everyone, is that I let go, literally let go of all the toxic people in my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I slowly faded away from these people who, um, who just who are codependent, who, um, who are toxic, who always complain, who don't have ambitions in life. Mm-hmm. I kind of stared away from them, and that may sound mean, mm-hmm. but I think I just realized that if you do stay in a group of people that are opposite to you, your dreams. You will eventually have the same dreams, right. and that won't, and that won't be right for you, or that won't make you happy. Right. So yeah, I just, I just became picky. I'm just like, nope, not you. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, because I think there's a verse for that. It says, uh, "Bad company corrupts good character." So that's what the verse. Oh, says. I love yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yeah. and. Uh, I, I that's just true. And in in a culture where people are offended. When you fade away as a friend, like <laughs> we have to accept that uh, we we need to find our mold. We need to yes. we need to figure out what really uh, helps us grow as a person. And uh, fading away as a friend doesn't necessarily mean they're bad people. Yes, diba? It it could mm-hmm. just be you know you're on different paths, right? Exactly. I think that's exactly what I mean. I think. It's it's sometimes so hard to let go of people, most especially in the Philippine culture, because we always feel guilty, right? Na parang ah right. uh, utang na loob, you know, and yes, all of these uh, things. Like you know, we've been friends for 10 years, so dapat nandyan lang ako para sa kanya. Mm-hmm. But then, do they really add value to your life? Um, you mm-hmm. can still love them from afar. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get what you mean. Very, very, very good discussion. But before I let you go, I want to ask you: How has your faith or your consciousness of God help you gain courage in approaching your life? Like, yeah, yeah. I think I've always been a Catholic. I've always sorry, I am Catholic, but I've always practiced um, being a Catholic. Um, I would go to church every Sunday, and then I would volunteer as well. So mm-hmm. my life is really with God, most especially when I was back in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing that I could never explain to people, most especially here, because a lot of people here are actually um, atheists; mm-hmm. they don't believe in God, is that every time, every single time, I'm at my lowest moments. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I couldn't get a job, or you know, I had my heartbreak, or I can't get out of the Philippines to go here, or where my visa is not renewed. You know, when moments when I'm down, I think my learning from God was always that I will always have a breakthrough. 
right. it cannot be always at my lowest moment and I always think about him and be like he is always there to support me and bring me back to my high moments mm. I never believed that he gave me hope maybe that's a better way of saying it he gave me hope that life will always have its ups and downs and at this particular moment unfortunately it's a down and I will get up soon mm-hmm. um, maybe it's a moment of desperation maybe it's a moment of just unhappiness and I couldn't cling on to something but yeah. honestly I don't care what it is because I always thought about him and being like it's gonna be okay there will be breakthrough at some point and mm. you know what he's right like I always had my breakthrough I always had a certain optimism in my life because mm. of him always because of him right. um, so yeah love that love that <laughs> but God God was your anchor oh, in yeah. everything and he was like mm. you know he kept you where you should be Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Erica, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, this this you. has been a very enriching episode. I think we talked <laughs> about a lot of real things, you know. I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate how you explained it in a way that's real to you. And mm-hmm. uh that that really matters uh here in the Grow Deep podcast. So guys, uh we just had Erica Madrinian from Unlearning podcast. You can check them out on anchor uh and if you want to follow them on instagram they're unlearning with us uh on instagram uh this has been grody podcast papapahingan nyo kami sa spotify apple itunes and of course on google podcast if you want to reach out to us you may message us on facebook and instagram and we hope to see you in the next episode god bless Views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.